What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Safe Company Podcast. My name is Tommy Shelby. With me, as always, Mr. Ryan the Rat Robinson. Hey, what's up? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while uh, since I've done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good. I actually, and I also don't know why that's my rat noise. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like that's the sound a rat makes. Sure. But like somebody that you would call the rat. Yeah, because you know? he's like he's like yeah. real shifty and scummy. He's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Shanae Howard, not present. She'll be back next week, probably. Probably. Uh, Ryan, what, what you been playing? What you been doing? What's What's going on? All right, dude. So check it out. Check, check, check it out. All right. So I'm playing. I've been okay. So still with the Borderlands three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, having a, still having a really good time with that. I've actually finally gotten around because my thing with Borderlands is I just keep playing through with the different characters just to see which sure. one I like the best. Uh, so I finally gotten around to trying. Uh, I'm on my fourth now, uh, playing as Zane. He's the uh, he's the special operative guy who can make digital clones of himself that shoot at people. Uh, also has a drone that shoots at people. Uh, Does he look like Billy Zane? See, that's the problem with him is that he doesn't. Okay. Um, okay. But he is unique in that he is the only uh, playable character who can use two action skills at the same time as opposed to just the one. Uh, so, What's the drawback? Uh, the drawback is that the second action skill occupies your grenade button, so uh-huh. you can't use grenades if you if you go that route. That's pretty cool. Um, but um, he's cool because like playing as him, you can spec him in a way to where playing as him kind of feels like you're playing Quake because um, he has in his skill tree he has these two skills that synergize with each other. One makes his default move speed faster for every rank that you go up and the other makes it so that the faster you're moving the more damage you're doing so i'm just kind of just like running around like hip firing like shotguns at people in their yeah 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 it's really neat uh can you like strafe jump and stuff uh remind me what strafe jumping is like strafe jumping is it's what it sounds like, oh, right? Yeah. Strafing and jumping, but like in a lot of these older games, like Unreal or Quake or like things like that, it was it's basically a way to get from point A to point B extremely fast. Uh, so I haven't really actually tried, but like um, it just it just feels really fast in the way that I remember Quake Three Arena feeling, uh, just the way he's moving, just uh, just how fast you're moving and everything. Uh, but so far he's cool. Um, also I have been playing, uh, Persona 5 Royal. Um, I just finished the first palace, uh, before the, before the show. So, um, my thing was when I was playing vanilla Persona 5, uh, before I stopped, like I was just kind of going through each day doing what I thought was the best thing to do. Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm kind of wanting to go for going for completion here, but that mindset has kind of given me choice paralysis with every in-game day, and it's just make it made the game really stressful for me. So I finally Persona's always been that for me. <laughs> yeah. So I finally broke down, and I'm I'm actually using a guide to tell me what to do every day. Cool. Uh, it doesn't give me any spoiler content or any context. It says. It says, on this date, do this, this, and this. Right, right, And right. so uh, that has actually made it a lot easier for me to, to just, like, actually enjoy the game because yeah. I know what I'm doing every day and I don't have to worry about whether or not I'm missing out on something. So, um, sure. Uh, so it's been – it's it's made the game a lot more enjoyable for me. Uh, I wish you had all – like, I wish you take would take that guide and write it down in, like, a daily calendar schedule book. <laughs> because uh, that's funny to me uh it's funny that reminds me of someone that i was briefly acquainted with who was like super into madden to the point where whenever he went to someone's house to play madden he had his little playbook with him that he would <laughs> consult while playing the game which uh every t- now that i say it out loud sounds even more absurd to me than it did when i <laughs> 
when I first witnessed it. But um, yeah, that's been uh, basically it. Um, not really, not trying not to play too many games at once. I felt like I overextended myself uh, a little bit before, but um, me right now, man. Yeah, uh, I don't. I'm trying not to let the the old backlog uh, grow too much. Babe, what was that game I bought you uh, last week? Man, was it Man Eater? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was. Uh, I was trying to remember what game it was, but um, yeah. So been watching. Uh, been watching Kaylee play Persona, dancing. I don't know which one. Sure. Uh, sometimes I know it's the. Sometimes I know it's Persona Three dancing. Sometimes I know it's Persona Four dancing. Every once in a while, it's Persona Five dancing. Uh, sure. But it looks fun. But, uh, so she probably got the Endless Night collection, which is like the only way to get Persona 4 dancing on PS4. Yeah, You can't buy that game by itself. Yeah, so I, th- I think that's what she did. Uh, I played a little bit of it. It reminded me of there was some rhythm game that uh, you had at your house that I tried for like a second, and then I was mm-hmm. bad at it, and I stopped. I can't remember mm-hmm. what it was. but Who knows? Um, but the interface is the same, and... Uh, so I, I had her let me try one of the like try to go through one of the songs. I had a I you know I did pretty well. Um, the interface is the same. It's like with the um, man. I wonder what game. Like the uh, what do you call it? The face buttons on one side and then the directional buttons on the other side, and then okay. the uh, the icons are going outward toward them. Ah uh, uh, yeah, it's a game called Super Beat Zonic. Yeah, there we go. Which is much harder than Persona Dancing. Because you're dealing with the face buttons on the outside, but you're also dealing with analog sticks and shoulders at the same time. Yeah. As that game's nuts. So Persona Dancing makes limited use of the of the sticks. Yeah. Um, and there's no shoulder button interaction that I can tell. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about it. I played. Oh, I played a little bit of uh, Resident Evil 3 remake. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, by the way, on my new uh, television looks very nice. Sure. But, um, man, that uh, so the dodge mechanic. I texted you about this. Uh, yeah. When I was pl- uh, a few days ago, and it's just I actually so there, like early on there is a I think it's the first save point. Like right after that save point, it like teaches you how to use the dodge mechanic. Mm-hmm. It gives you a little a little tutorial when it pops up, and then there's a single zombie for you. They're like basically like, "Hey, now try using that." But like, I sat there reloading, and reloading, and reloading at that one zombie because I'm trying to figure out how to do it. Because the game doesn't tell you, the game doesn't give you any insight as to how to do it properly. Right. Uh, and so I just over and over again, I'm dodging directly into his hands and yeah. getting bit. And like, I pulled it off like twice. But and I ended up going online like how are people doing this, and basically almost every single every single guide I found basically said well you just got to do it at the right time. I was like well I know that yeah. Uh, so I found something that gave me a little bit more insight as to what the right time is. So um, I'm gonna so, try uh, that. Have you have you finished the game yet or no? Mm-mm. Okay, so with that game, I feel like I got I got really good at that game. You know, yeah. um, the, the dodging included, I was pretty, pretty good at the dodging or so I thought, Yeah, you know, so I'm like, I'm going to try to platinum this. I'm sure the, our, our discussion here is going to be about trophies and achievements and all that. But, uh, you know, the only one trophy that I'm missing is for like beating the game, I think on the hardest difficulty under a certain amount of time. Yeah. Right. And I fly through this game, man. I get to the last boss fight, the final boss fight, uh, with like well over an hour. Sure. To spend on this boss, it really only takes a few minutes. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, all right, I got this. Let's do it. Dodging him on the hardest difficulty, I just can't do it. So I just can't do it. With the difficulty going up, does... Like your window is decreased. Okay. okay. Yeah. So his animation speeds up or what? Uh his attack patterns are just different and okay. more frequent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh it's you just... know, it's just 
it's it's one of many games now that I'm missing one trophy in. So, and, like, I had, like, when you said that, I immediately decided, like, with the way that the dodging was going for me on the default difficulty, uh, when yeah. you said that, I was just like, I'm not going for it. Like, I, like, that is not... You should still go for it. It's super fun, yeah. you know? Well, I mean, I'm going to play the game, absolutely, but I don't think I'm going to go for the last one, yeah. uh, the last trophy. So, my, my question is this about that game, and I meant to ask you about this, but it slipped my mind. With that game, am I meant... Because I remember the I remember the original Resident Evil Three being very much an action game, right? So and Resident Evil Two felt more like the survival <clears throat> horror game, right? Uh, sure. So and that seemed to be the case here with Resident with the, with both remakes that mm-hmm. Resident Evil Two was still very much the survival horror game. Is Resident Evil Three? Am I playing it the right way if I'm blasting my way through it? I mean, that's the way that I play it. Okay. You know? Because I, I was worried about Resident Evil games in general. Yeah. You know? Resident Evil games in general uh, very much lend themselves and encourage you to do multiple playthroughs and to do speed runs and get better and better at the game, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's what I really liked about 3 Remake is it's, it's just that. You know? Yeah. You're almost never going to run out of ammo. Yeah. Uh, the puzzles are super easy, you know. Yeah, but yeah, I keep seeing anyway. I keep seeing people calling for a. Uh, they're like, they need to do one next. I was like, you want them to do Resident Evil remake, remake? <laughs> I really hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. Yeah, uh, I think w- one remake is perfect as it is. You know. Sure. Yeah. What do you people like? call it remake? People don't even call it Resident Evil remake. People just call it remake because that's how good it is. You yeah. Know? Uh, uh, what are you playing, Tom? You, I know you're playing Ghost of Tsushima. Dude, I'm all over the place, but, like, getting shit done, though, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, on Resident Evil, I played Maiden, which is the Resident Evil 8 demo. Right. And that was super cool. Very, very spooky. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, it looks gorgeous. Sure. It looks phenomenal, you yeah. know? Uh, and that's all I'll say about that. Okay. Super short, like 15 minutes tops. Okay. Um, so, and this is, again, talking about fucking trophies, right? Uh, last week, I'd been playing a lot of Dirt 5. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I continued that the first half of this week. Uh, finished the game. Got every single trophy. Okay. Does that game have a platinum? But... Yeah. Okay. I got. I, when I say I got every trophy, what I mean to say is that I earned every trophy. I see. About four of them did not pop for me. Uh-oh. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah. Uh, hopefully Codemasters puts out a patch that addresses that. Apparently they already did, and it has not addressed it. <laughs> yeah. You know. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'm not holding my breath on that, but, you know, fantastic game. A lot of bugs, but still, still fantastic. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, Ghost of Shiva. I'm liking that one a lot. Um, I always get overwhelmed with these big open world games, you know? Sure, yeah. So many times I'll start them, I'll play for 20 hours, and then I'll duck out. Um, I don't know. It's it's holding my attention so far, so yeah. we'll see. So, have, you know? are you playing it with in English or Japanese? I'm playing it in, in English. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Um, but yeah, so far I'm liking it a lot. Uh, you know, it's always weird when a studio makes a game about a race or a time period or something like that that they're not exactly the most familiar with. Sure. Uh, but I think they've done a pretty good job here. Yeah. And uh, I am very much enjoying the game. Yeah, uh, um, I think uh, I I really had a good time with it. And I said, uh, like, on a previous show that, to me, it is, I consider it to be the most uh, beautiful open world game that I've ever played. And yeah. in multiple respects, not just visually speaking. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's a fantastic game. Um, and... I really like I really liked the story and where that went and the the combat was just 
felt it just has like a satisfying feel to it especially once you start unlocking the stances and everything it just it has a really satisfying feel to yeah, it yeah so i just unlocked the final stance which i think is moon yeah uh i'm about to get i'm assuming a grappling hook yeah so you know i, I guess that first the map's divided into three sections yeah that first section I feel like I'm pretty much done with. Yeah. Um, so that's good. But yeah, I'm liking it a lot. Uh, then on top of all that, I'm still chipping away at Sackboy, having a lot of fun with that. Uh, and then, of course, you know, I've been reading a lot more comics lately. So I'm like, man, I want to play some fucking games with these people in it. Uh, but... You know, I didn't really take a liking to DC Universe. I tried it when it first came out. It just wasn't my thing. Right. Um, didn't really want to play an Arkham game. Sure. So I picked up Injustice 2 nice. on sale. And I've been having fun with that. We're going to do some matches? And, and uh, Yeah, for sure. Okay. Now that I actually understand how the game works, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I went back to LEGO DC Supervillains. Oh, yeah, Pink Eye. Yeah, Pink Eye's back. <laughs> and, uh, you know, still having a good time with that. But uh, that's really it, you know. So uh, I was telling Kaylee about because she saw that either you or the kids was on playing it. And um, I was telling her about how you can create your own supervillain. Yeah. And so, and, you know, that was Pink Eye for you. And uh, so... Is that a? Are you creating a villain to play as? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. it's like it's like all the other Lego games in that you can, you know, uh, press whatever it is, like triangle, to switch to this character or that character to right. use their abilities as needed. But the character you create is there, and in the cutscenes and all that, you know. Yeah. Uh, so Lego Marvel Superheroes Two gave you a character creator as well but this one is much more detailed than that one uh and i like dc better yeah so, you yeah. know for sure but uh yeah that's it really so wanted to talk about trophies achievements i just feel like we you know we bring them up from time to time yeah whenever we platinum something or if we're going for something, we'll we'll bring it up and talk about it. But I got, I don't think we've ever had like a proper episode on like achievements and trophies and our feelings and thoughts about them. Yeah, not that I recall anyway. Yeah, so I just wanted to be a general discussion on that stuff. Sure. Uh, I think Xbox 360 was doing achievements before i know it was before playstation yeah uh i believe it was doing them even before steam was i think so yeah uh i got super into xbox achievements on the 360 <laughs> yeah uh and like to a point where i i didn't like the type of gamer that i was becoming you know <laughs> yeah um everybody knows about like terminator salvation and right. peter jackson's king kong and like I was, i'm buying these games online you know on ebay having them shipped to my house just because i know they're an easy uh not platinum but you know an easy 100 yeah, percent. Right. right right uh and i did that a lot man i did that a lot a lot and some of the games were good like i like terminator salvation uh the game i know a lot of people didn't but i thought it was fun you know uh, so but you were going after through while, and doing it even with games you didn't like? Like, you off top, you were yeah. like, I don't like this game, but I'm just going to go ahead and do it anyway. Oh, yeah. Peter Jackson's King Kong, terrible. Oh. You know? Uh, <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll even admit to have having done that uh, more recently as well, you know? Yeah. Like, I played My Name is Mayo. I bought that thing and pressed X a bunch of times, you know? <laughs> But, uh, and even even more recently, I bought, there's this game called Full Blast that I bought. Have you heard of the developer, I think it's Radalika that made it? Mm -mm. So Radalika Games is a, is a developer that makes games uh, for multiple platforms for multiple reasons, right? 
One, if you're a Switch owner, you can buy these games for dirt fucking cheap. They're just bargain bin, usually pretty shitty games, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But if you're on if you're on another console that has achievements or trophies or whatever, it's they're easy 100% games. They never come out and say that, right? But that's why people are buying these games, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I got the platinum for full blast. I think it took me maybe 15 minutes, you know? Yeah. Uh, but like, how did, how did that feel after that 15 minutes? I mean, kind of gross. And I beat, I beat the game. Yeah. Even after the 15 minutes, even after my platinum, I beat the game. But like, I felt less gross about it because it's a game I actually had fun with. Sure. You know, like it was actually a good game. A lot of their games are not good games, you know? So I guess that's where I'm at now. Is that like I'll go for a hundred percent on a game's achievements or trophies if it's something that I'm actually having fun doing. Right, right. Uh, but I'm done doing it just to do it. You right. know. Right. Um. And so this is kind of something I, um, Kaylee and I were actually talking about, uh, talking about this earlier this afternoon, and so I guess like. Pretty, I think so. My most recent platinum is uh, I get, I don't actually. Okay, one of my most recent platinums is Assassin's Creed Valhalla, right? Um, which took me a bit over two hundred hours to to do that. Um, sure. And so the game, it's I think I consider like even with its with its flaws and everything, I consider Assassin's Creed Valhalla to be the best game that they've done so far. Um, uh, Assassin's Creed, the series, yeah, like the best Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, best Assassin. I should. Okay. Like, so the best Assassin's Creed game they've done so far. Um. But here's the so, with with the, the one of the big things, the, one of the good things about trophies and achievements, is they, and I think we've said this before, is that they they introduce a different playing style to you that you might not have considered otherwise, uh, which you know, can increase the replay value of a game or enhance your enjoyment of a game, right? Right. When the when the list is done properly. Right. However, the flip <laughs> side of that, right, is yeah. that there are trophies that will have you play the game in a way that clearly the the game wasn't necessarily designed to be played mm-hmm. or isn't really a practical or useful way to play the game. And Valhalla has off the top of my head, I can think of three trophies in that game that are like that. Um, so the first of which is a trophy that you get for using your longship to uh, uh, to ram and destroy five like smaller boats in within two minutes, right? Okay. So the thing about that game is that it's not the there's the boat is not actually designed to engage in any sort of waterborne combat of any kind uh so like with uh with odyssey and black flag like ramming with your ship was part of was part of combat right that was like it was a tactic that you would use right. whereas in this game like it's not a thing that you do so the game doesn't really have a good way to approach that. It's like, just go do it. It's just like, it's just like, go do it. And so, so what, what you have to do is just get the boat up to speed and hope that, hope that that smaller boat shatters when you ram it. Right. Which, which either it will do or it might, or might not do that. And you have to try again. And so it made it a really frustrating trophy to go after because again, it, that's not part of, that's not, at all a part of the gameplay loop and it's obviously does not designed for me to play it that way right and so it just seemed it's like why is this like what is the point of this trophy right like what is the point of making me do this for this trophy it's not not really an accomplishment it was really more of a nuisance um see and i don't really feel like they always need to be an accomplishment you know uh i don't know like I, I definitely do prefer it when they are. 
well, but like some of like the more just like like I don't like the oh you started the game here's a trophy yeah you know but like sometimes when there's something funny yeah or like uh, even a hard story beat you know like I don't mind yeah those I just I don't think that I think honestly I think that with trophies is that they should add they should enhance your enjoyment of the game in some way. Um, yeah. And I really, and I feel like it more detracted from that than anything. Um, mm-hmm. There's another trophy in the game where you, it's, it's uh, the trophy is kill three people while you, while you are on fire without breaking their shields. I remember you talking about this one. And, um, it's not, I don't know, it's, it's, it was just, it's one of those things where, like, I don't, like, I don't know why I would do that, right? Sure. Uh, I don't know why I would intentionally get my, set myself on fire so that I could kill these guys. Um, and so it's like, and, and again, I, I prefer trophies that introduce me to a new playstyle while also enhancing the enjoyment of the game, and I felt like that did neither. Um... See, that's what sucks so bad about this Dirt 5 thing, right? Yeah. Is, like, there are a couple of trophies that led me to play events in that game that I did not like. Yeah. And probably would have avoided. Uh, but because of these trophies, I had to play those events and eventually got to the point where I understood how to play those events and actually enjoyed them, you yeah. know? yeah. Uh, there's just like certain vehicle types that like I didn't know how to fucking drive, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. So I, so I just wasn't doing those events because yeah. you don't have to, you know. Uh, but the the trophies require it, so so it was there. There's also like I don't know. I, there there's certain trophies that I like that like aren't really accomplishing anything, but like are just kind of fun to do. Yeah. And one that's always stuck with me. For a, you know, a game that is not terrible, but not fantastic either. It's from Infamous Second Son. Yeah. Uh, where, like, there's this whole thing with, like, these smokestacks that don't really make sense. But, like, you can, you know, shoot into one from the ground level and then come out the top of a building, right? Yeah. That, I don't think, is a thing that exists in real life. But they're there <laughs> for, the, for the game. Yeah. But, like, there's a trophy. I don't remember exactly what it like was. Like, you have to do, like, like, a bunch of them without touching the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I like that sort of thing, Yeah, you know? It doesn't accomplish anything, but, like, it's fun to do. But that's, Fun little challenge to but do, you Again, know? that's that's my thing, right? Is that maybe it doesn't, maybe it's not, it doesn't have to necessarily be an accomplishment. But yeah. as long as it's actually fun. Because I think that the main purpose of video games, all video games, right, is to have fun. And I think that once you're introducing, um, once you're introducing something into the game that isn't fun, then I feel like you're you're really working against yourself. Um, yeah. And I can't and I can't imagine. And like, look, I've never made a video game in my life, and I understand that. But I can't imagine that the people who designed the trophy uh, to for me to ram five boats in two minutes without including a boat ramming mechanic saw that and was like, you know, that's fun. That would, yeah. be, that would be fun for them to do. Cause it's not, <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I think I feel like, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say like, I feel like there are certain genres of games where you can pretty well guess what the trophy list is going to be. Sure. Uh, and some of those, I think, are fine, and some of them I really don't care for. Like, it kind of sucks because it didn't used to be the case, but now it's the case that if you get a game certified on uh, Xbox or PlayStation, your game has to have achievements or trophies. Right. And there are some games where I think, like, it almost does a disservice, you know? Uh, Games like What Remains of Edith Finch, I'm like, why the fuck am I doing these trophies, you know? Yeah. Uh, Which is why I kind of like how Telltale does it, 
you know? Yeah, because, just like, like trophy, games, trophies for going through the game. Right, right. But, like, those games are basically just telling you a story, you know? Right. There's nothing real hard about any of those games, at least none of the none of them after The Walking Dead Season 1. Yeah. Um, you know, for some, like, Sam and Max, yeah, it would make sense to have some weird, weird trophies, right? You figured out how this fucking thing interacts with that thing. Yeah. You deserve a trophy, you know? Right. Uh, but but these other games are pretty much just telling a story and play themselves. I kind of feel like if you're going to have a trophy list, it probably should be the way, the way that Telltale's been doing it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what are the tro- what are some trophies for Edith Finch? I mean, they're, they're just like any other game, right? Like, there's there's the whole thing where you're like, where you're the bird. Right. And it's like, get... I don't remember however many rabbits in this many swoops, you know, yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Uh, Which I think that when, when you're the weird tentacle creature, yeah. hear the sailor sing the entire sea shanty before you kill him, you know? Yeah. Weird crap like that, that like doesn't really need to be in that game. Well, I think that also like when a game, when we have a game that is like 90%, like 98% narrative, I right. think that having something like that kind of pulls you out of the narrative. Yeah. Because yeah, you're focusing exactly. on accomplishing this task. Um, and I do think that, um, and it's, it feels weird to say this, but I think that it feels weird to gamify that game in that way. Right. Um, right. Because I don't, because I think that while Edith Finch. Well, while War Remains of Edith Finch is a video game in the technical sense, I think yeah. that it is a it is very much a video game that is meant to be experienced in a specific way. Yeah. Um, and I think that um, the requirement to add trophies, um, while it's while is okay, I agree with you that it should have just been done in the way that Telltale did it. In a way yeah. that like does not cause you to veer off the course of the narrative and just like it's like it's like Fulbright, right? Like yeah. Fulbright gave Gone Home a speed run trophy, you know? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's just well, kind of weird. Well, like, and that's and that's another thing too, right? Like, I think that Gone Home is trying to tell you a specific story, and it's trying yeah. to, and I think that a big thing about stories, and um, and trying to elicit a specific response is pacing and and i think that if you had a i think if you're speedrunning the game then pacing goes out the window because it becomes irrelevant because you're trying to get through this thing as soon as possible right um which doesn't really make sense for for something like that um uh with fighting games i think fighting games traditionally have pretty piss poor trophy lists yeah (laughs) not always like there are some that i have enjoyed right yeah uh uh, yet another one, like Undernight in Birth. I'm pretty sure I'm one trophy away from platinum. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but but like, and I actually enjoyed that one because, like a lot of fighting games, it's like do all the trials. Yeah. But the trials in Undernight are fucking awesome. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like, almost every SMK fighting game, it's going to be like, here's a trophy because you beat arcade with this character. Here's a trophy because you beat arcade with that character, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like just beat arcade with every single character. Yeah. Um, that's kind of lame. It's kind of boring, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, I mean, when we t- when I talk about video game, uh, when I talk about fighting game achievements, I like I often like actually every single time I have thought about fighting game achievements, yeah. I think about Dead or Alive Four. Uh, okay. Which. Uh, I mentioned before on the show that Dead or Alive 4 has a trophy for losing five matches in a row. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, why would I do that? <laughs> like, on purpose. Well, that's the whole... You, I don't think you would do it on purpose unless you are specifically trying to 100% that list, right? Yeah. Uh, but, like, I do kind of like that when the developers are like, here's a trophy because you suck at the game. Yeah. You know? Like they're kind of poking fun at you. Like I, I think I like that. You know, yeah, that's that's funny to me. But um, I don't know. I I just I really honestly, 
I really honestly didn't like, never really liked trophies like that. And it's yeah. like, um, Dark Souls 2 had one like that too. That was, um, like the first time you die in the game, a trophy pops up that says, Welcome to Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't like that? Uh, I just felt like, well, I didn't really felt like feel like it was making fun of me. Uh, I really felt like it was more... Like, I just really don't have a taste for things that are, like, very on the nose like that. As, like, like, hey, yeah, we know what Dark Souls is. We know what you guys say Dark Souls is. It's super hard. And you died, <laughs> so funny. welcome to Dark yeah. Souls, guys. You know what's funny is, like, you say that, like, you don't like things that are super on the nose like that. And, I, like, I've definitely found that to be true about uh, the both of us <laughs> over the course of our friendship. Because a lot of the comedy that you and I come up with is that, you know, <laughs> like, like things that are like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, but... So is there a specific trophy or a specific game that you are particularly happy or proud of to have achieved? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say, honestly, uh, and it's weird, right? Because like, and I talked about platinuming because I did the the two Assassin's Creed games that I platinum were Odyssey and Valhalla, and while I love both of those games, that sounds like such pain. That's the thing, right? Is that like am I am I more happy about those trophies because I like those games, or am I happy mm-hmm. about those trophies because of how long it took me? <laughs> you right. Know? And right, right. so um, if it's the latter, like I kind of feel I have certain feelings about about it being the latter, right? Because that's I I do I do think that Assassin's Creed Odyssey is a game that very much does not respect your time, uh, <laughs> and I think that. But that's what everybody wants, right? Everybody wants the two hundred hour game. You know? <laughs> I mean, maybe you know, maybe. Um, but I that's think what they say they want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Ghost of Tsushima, right? I think Ghost of Tsushima was a really good. Uh, I think it's a really good example because. For a few reasons. I think that with Ghost, when I got the Platinum for Ghost of Tsushima, I hadn't earned a Platinum in, I don't know, five or six years at that point. Okay. So it was the first Platinum that I had earned in, in that period of time. Is like Sure. Uh, and it was also because it was, you know, it was a Platinum that my wife and I did together, right? Like, okay. we decided together, like, we're going to, like, let's Platinum this game. And so we just did it, you know? Um, and so it, like it has, you know, that's it's like the first, it's the first platinum she and I both earned at, uh, together, and so that it has that kind of significance for me. Um, right. But I think a lot about the Miles Morales platinum, Spider Man Miles Morales platinum. Uh, I got that one. Yeah, and I think, <laughs> and like I love, like, and I think the the great thing about that platinum is that it is. That platinum is also kind of, it is also is also wrapped up in the message that I believe that that game is trying to convey, which is a lot of, you know, finding your place, like a lot about finding your place in the world and, you know, being comfortable with who you are and things like that. And so the plat that platinum is called, be yourself, and I just felt, like it just like it was just such a great way to like cap off the the message that that game had, you know, had given me and it just felt like it punctuated it really well. And, um, and I felt honestly like really, really happy. Like I, I actually, like when I got that platinum, I was like, huh, that felt, this feels nice, you know, as opposed to like, I'm, this is, this is over now, (laughs) you know, this is like, I'm finally, I'm finally done with this thing. Right. Um, and so, like, that's funny because I, I kind of felt that way. Like, I kind of felt like this is over now. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Not because I didn't like the game. I really enjoyed the game, uh, and I enjoyed the story and all that. <clears throat> um, but like with both both Spider Man games, I platinumed both of them, and like their lists are pretty good. Neither one of them is very difficult to platinum. Right. Right. Uh, in 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 the sense that like what you have to do is not difficult to do, right? But like for me, both of them just felt very repetitive. Sure, you know, and I think and I didn't that... want to keep doing the things that they wanted me to be doing. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I think that that's uh, that's that's the that's the problem with 
open world uh, trophyless <clears throat> is yeah. a lot. Well, it, like it's a lot of it is just go here and get this many, get that many of this thing. Go here and do right. all of these things, and that's just. And after a while, like it starts to be like, it it does start to feel repetitive, you know. Yeah. Um, which is like why it is so important for that the game world to be interesting for the story of that game to be interesting and yeah. it's thank goodness for how fun uh environment traversal is in spider-man oh uh, yeah for sure so, so to making making trips across new york less of a pain because moving across new york as spider-man is fucking cool um, let me tell you something not to talk shit about ghost of tsushima but from going from the open world of spider-man to the open world of ghost Fuck, man. Like, I went from being able to run up buildings to having to, like, very slowly <laughs> climb down cliffs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, this is taking forever. Yeah. But you're wrong. It looks beautiful while sure. it's taking forever. <laughs> but still, you know, It makes you look like, at it for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, but the good, th- the good thing about Ghost is that Sucker Punch has done a really good job of optimizing the tech in such a way that fast travel feels almost instantaneous. Uh just like very little load times on that stuff, sure, which, sure. Uh, which makes it a lot, you know, makes it a lot uh, less tedious. But even still, man, um, you know, and that was another one, too, is like how like and I think this is something that we're never going to really quite get away from with open world games, which is go here and do this many things, which is like I think like while I personally can't think of another way to do open world trophies, I know that there absolutely is a different way to do that. Um, I know that it does. I know that your open world does absolutely does not have to be filled with collectibles. Right. Uh, like that's not that's really not something that is necessary. Um, I don't mind collectibles, you know. Yeah. Uh, I just want games that can make those feel more organic. Yeah. Uh, in the way, at least for me, Breath of the Wild did. Yeah. You know. Uh, and Ghost of Tsushima, I think, does pretty well compared to a lot of other open world games. Yeah. You know, the whole Fox Den, Follow the Bird, Follow the Wind stuff, like, it suits the game, sure. you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, um, and I think that with Valhalla, it was made a little bit easier because one of the things that you have to do is there's these, like, little, um, there's these little, like, side quests that you have to complete around the, around the map. And... And a lot of them, a lot of them do eventually boil down to a few different sets of objectives. But what's good about it is each one has like a little story wrapped around it. So mm-hmm. you're getting at least you're getting a different narrative every time. Sure. Uh, so and that's one thing I'll say that uh, you know Miles Morales did way better than the original Spider-Man was that all those little side quests felt less repetitive than right. they did in the original game. Yeah. You know. And I think that's uh, and I, I like that original game. Yeah, I, you know, I liked it a lot. In, in some ways, I like it more. Uh, but those quests, you know, going to the fucking Oscorp computer thing over and over again, yeah. and doing the fucking puzzles and Doc Ock's lab and all yeah. that crap. Like, I'm so glad they got rid of that shit. Yeah, and know? I th- I think that the smaller scope of Miles Morales allowed for, you know, more kind of handmade. Uh, like quests and yeah, uh, and I and that's and that's something that's to be said about you know smaller uh, about games that are smaller in scope, right? Because it allows for more kind of curation with that stuff, so that you're not doing the same. So that you don't even if you are doing the same thing over and over again, there are there are good like little narrative ways to make it feel like you're not like. Uh, with adding adding a different kind of context to each one makes it feel, you know, makes it feel yeah. different at least. Uh, well, it's interesting though, right? Is like both of those both of those developers, both of those studios, I should say, uh, Sucker Punch and Insomniac. You can kind of see, you can kind of chart their growth, right? In that, like, I love Infamous. Uh, I wouldn't say I love Second Son, but I love <laughs> the Infamous games. Yeah, and like. You know, the infamous games are so much smaller than Ghost of Tsushima is. Right. 
what you're doing just like the most basic boring things over and over again yeah you know yeah, yeah. go go spray paint this now go spray paint that you know like uh like i was just i was just so like it was repetitive and yeah. it was smaller yeah you know it's I, a very I, small open world i just i the one like the one trophy that i couldn't get behind in second son was um when they were like, okay, complete the campaign with this alignment. Okay, now go back and complete the campaign with this alignment. Okay? Yeah. But also, complete the, cam complete the campaign on the hardest difficulty. Which, yeah. granted, complete the hardest, completing the campaign on the hardest difficulty, I'm, I'm absolutely on board with that. But having me go through on two different alignments is just, I could, I, I did it. I'm not going to say, I, I, don't, I shouldn't say I couldn't because I absolutely did it. Granted, yeah. Granted, those two playthroughs were six years apart, but I did it. Um, you know, I just i i can't I can't imagine if I were if I were doing the if I were if I had just bought Infamous Second Son today, and I was like, I want to platinum this game. I can't imagine like ha really having it in me to do that because I think that <laughs> I feel like Second Son is I consider it to be a, an okay game. And yeah. it's, but it's definitely not that game is definitely not fun enough for me to want to go through it twice like that. It's funny you say that because like I did exactly that. Yeah. And a lot of people did exactly that. Yeah. Uh, but I think a lot of it has to do with what was available to us on PlayStation 4 at the time. Sure. You know. Yeah. Um and I and you know I think that uh I think that it's a lot, a lot of the more interesting trophies now are, are had. I feel like are had now in the in the indie space, and I think that. But I think that's also largely because of an increased amount of uh, creative freedom. Yeah, and because uh, I think that when you have the like the the larger the studio is, right, the more oversight that is to be had, and the more back and forth there is that can be expected when it comes to kind of putting together the trophy list. And, sure. And so I think that with, you know, with these smaller games, uh, I think that um, with indie studios and their, and, you know, the tendency for those games to be uh, more interesting to me personally, um, I think that the trophy list definitely typically um, reflects that. Um at the same time, you know, I definitely run into some that I felt to be rather boring because I found the games themselves to be rather boring, uh, such as Jonathan Blow's The Witness. <laughs> I just, you know, uh, you know, I, but I, then again, I feel like that. I think that's a great game. My brain just isn't wired for it, you know. I, I just, I felt like. You know, I just like there are certain games that like I play them and I and I think to myself like the man, this thing is way up its own ass and I I'm just not into it so I kind of just I kind of dip out, um, but I also think that that has to do with like, you know, um, what my tastes are and like how I engage with things. But I also yeah. I also do very much think that Jonathan Blue is you know I'm not gonna get into that, but. Um, but you know there are, but then then again there are other games that like that you know they they certainly can surprise you, you know they there are certain games. I don't that... know, man. The indie space is weird, right? Like yeah. this this week, uh, I went through the Donut County trophy list, which is super easy, super short. It's like a few hours, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, very very short. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like the game is fun. I genuinely enjoy that game. But the trophies are fucking shitty, man. You know, like they're just bad trophies. Like, what are we, what are we talking about here? Like, you know, when you're doing the whole text thing, you can text the duck. Yeah. Like, text, text the duck one hundred times. Oh. Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, I don't want to press X a hundred times for no reason. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're gonna play I am Mayo if you want to do that, right? Which you do. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. But uh, yeah, as far as trophies, I really love and like lists i really love it's always for games that i really like that i just want to spend more time in yeah uh so if you look at the trophies if you look at my my trophy list for games i've completed not all of them right not i am mayo or whatever 
but like it's typically games that you hear me talk about a lot yeah. uh you know shadow of the colossus and transistor yeah and near and that that kind of shit right because i love those games i wanted every excuse to play them more you yeah. know uh and i think that's that really does it for me is like one all three of those have good trophy lists like fun trophies to do right uh but you know to like i just genuinely love those games and yeah. if they're going to give me a reason to play them longer you know We'll see. That's like, what I like. You know, um, last night you were telling me that you that you were you were telling me what you had seen as my hour count on on various games, and um, yeah, yeah. So for those who don't know, PS Five can you can see your as well as your friends list uh, time in a game, even if the game was on a previous gen console, right? Um, so. You had mentioned to me my the, the number of hours that I had spent in Monster Hunter World. Oh man, uh, which easily clears one thousand, right? Yeah, it's like one thousand one hundred and thirty something. I think. Yeah, I love that game. You know, but yeah. here's the thing, though, is that you would think that after a thousand hours with the game, you would have platinumed it twenty times over, right? But the the problem with some of those trophies in that game is they are heavily reliant on RNG. Yeah. And the problem with that is that the RNG and Monster Hunter World is fucking busted. So, yeah. um, so there are I think there's one or two trophies I'm missing for the platinum for the base game, and that is. So when you when you hunt monsters, every time you hunt a monster, the game will calculate the size of that monster. Um, so what it wants so if you have a monster that is, is unusually large, it will give you a silver or gold crown for how large it is. Sure. And you have if you if if the monster is unusually small, it would also give you a silver or gold crown for that. So. Okay. The trophy, the, there are two. There's a trophy for for each. Uh, so uh, it says get a wait gold. for small and big yeah. or for, for silver and gold for okay. for small and big. So it wants you get a gold okay. crown for small and big, right? And so it says for most of the monsters. It doesn't. It says it just says get it for most of the monsters, right? And so of course I looked up the list of which monsters I need to do, and so I'm sitting here and I'm. I'm farming the same monster over and over and over and over again for hours at a time. And it just doesn't happen. No. Right. And so like at a certain point, and like, this is something that I was doing. Uh, like, I think we were doing like this, like a, between six months and a year ago, we were trying this and it just wasn't happening. And we're just like, look, we need, let's like, need, need to take a break from this game because it's, yeah, it's, just, sure. it's just, it's just not happening. So we've come, we've come back to it. And I found, and I've, I've looked, and I was like, oh, I only need two, I only need two more monsters to get to do this, right? So I'm going to try it again. And the game gives you, I guess I, I, I get this false sense of optimism about it because periodically uh, there, are, there are events uh, that, uh, that you can engage with. And some events um, increase the rate at which you can earn crowns for certain monsters. But even, with, even while engaging with those events... It's still, it still feels broken, and it still feels like it's not happening as often, or as often as yeah. as it probably should. And I don't know yeah. what the actual percent chance it is, um, but it's got to be astronomically low for how much time right. I spent, for how many times I've killed most of the monsters in that game, and how right, much time right, I've right. spent playing that game. I should have had all of them multiple times over, and I don't. Uh, so is that is that the trophy that you hate the most? Because I've got a couple that I fucking hate, man. It's one of them. Like I, I just I don't like trophies that I really don't like trophies or achievements that are tied to RNG that way. Um, because it's it's not because at a certain point it feels like work, and as I my whole thing is that once the game starts feeling like work, I'm out. 
So uh, it just starts feeling like work, and then I have to just disengage from it, which meant I wasn't playing Monster Hunter World for a really long time, like almost a year, I think. So, um, so look, I've got three trophies. Okay. That are all basically the same trophy. Okay. And I don't want any more of this kind of trophy. Okay. Okay. It started with Panzer Dragoon. Oh. Remake. Yeah. <laughs> which was like, play the game for however many hours. I don't remember. I think it was like 100. 100 hours. 100 hours. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Right? Which is fine, except for Panzer Dragoon is only like a two-hour game. Yeah. You know? Uh, I eventually found a way to cheese that one. Got the trophy. Right. Okay. Uh, then I went on to Skater XL. Yeah. Skater XL, yet another game where I am missing one trophy for Platinum. And it's a trophy called Around the World. And what it is, is for skating the exact distance that is the circumference of the planet Earth. I don't like that. It would take <laughs> forever. It would take forever. And I have found ways to be able to just leave my controller and the console running and the skater to just move on his own, yeah. right? Even at an accelerated speed, I have found glitches that allow me to get the skater moving crazy fast. Yeah. Even doing that, it would take me hundreds of days of leaving my console on. Well, what do you think is the point of trophies like that? Like, what do you, I don't know, like, what is the What is the purpose know. behind that? So then uh, the next one was for Dirt 5, which was for, like, driving 10,000 miles. For both of those trophies, people complained uh, to the developers on both of those trophies. Skater XL is like, that's the trophy. We're not changing it. Yeah. Uh, Codemasters changed the Dirt trophy from 10,000 miles to 1,000 miles, which by the time you've beaten the campaign you're pretty close to, right. you know, but like, yeah, I don't ever want those trophies again. I hate those trophies. Actually, you know what? My least favorite trophy is a broken trophy. And I'm saying this because I'm thinking about, I thinking about Kaylee playing through Tony Hawk pro skater one and two. And one of the trophies, well, one of the trophies is tied to completing level like a, like a bunch of level challenges, right? And um, and as as a as a pro skater enthusiast, you know that a lot of the level challenges are co like complete this gap, right? Right. But one of the the gap in a level called Skater Heaven, mm -hmm. it's broken. Like it just does not register when you complete it, and. Um, and like the fact, the fact of the matter is, is that it'd be one thing if getting that gap was easy, but it's not. <laughs> so, so here's the thing, right? Like people have the platinum trophy for that, game. right? They do. So it's not like it's completely broken. But it, but like I think that if if, if a trophy does not pop for everyone who completes the conditions, I absolutely, it's broken. That's yeah, I consider I mean, it to be broken. People have the trophy for Dirt Five as well. And yeah, I'm sitting here bitching about that. But, uh, but like that's, but again, like it, the gap is not easy to complete. And so yeah. it'd be one thing if you could just come, you could just sit there and just do it over and over again, but mm -hmm. it's really difficult. And so you sit there and you nail it and you're like, holy shit, I got it. And then you're, and then nothing happens. You're hoping it's just one of those trophies that takes a minute to pop and yeah. then it just doesn't. And that's just, that sucks. Right. So that does suck. Uh, I mean that's exactly that's exactly what I've been going through with fucking dirt. Yeah, you know? yeah, and it's just like fucking Jim Connor events, man. Like I can't, I don't, you know, like I can't drive a car like that. <laughs> yeah, but I did it, and I didn't get shit for it. You yeah, know? and it's just it's just, it yeah. it sours you on the entire experience. Um, or um, you know, more recently, uh, she and I went through Watch Dogs Legion, right? Mm -hmm. uh, one of the trophies for Watchdog Legion is uh, around around London. You have you can you put up different paste ups in different locations, and once you do all of them, you're supposed to get a trophy, right? So I did it and I got the trophy. Kaylee does it; she doesn't get the trophy, right? 
So she's like, okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm gonna start a new game, and I'm going to go in and do all the pace-ups, right? But the game glitched so that all the pace-ups she put in another playthrough were still fucking there, so she couldn't do it. So she had so what? so she had to jump through all these hoops to get it to clear the data so that those paste ups weren't weren't there and she should go through and do them, and conceptually the trophy is fine, but the fact of the matter is that you got a trophy in the game that was not, I don't know I don't know what the extent of QA testing is at these at these studios right, but obviously it wasn't tested enough because that shit didn't work for everybody, and it sh- and it, yeah. and it definitely should. And so that kind of thing is frustrating. Will sour you on on the experience because up until that point, you know, she was loving the game, right? And then that happens, and you're like, you know, I was I was sucking dirt's dick until yeah. all this shit happened, you know? Yeah, and it's just like it makes you like you can go from and it's it's something that could make you go from loving a game to just being like, I don't even want to play the game anymore, you know? Um, I mean, I I deleted it. Until Codemasters patches it, there's really nothing else for me to do. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so so and I, and I and I consider that to be, and I and the reason I consider that to be a uh, a trophy category all its own is because for you know video people who play video games, their proficiency at these games varies, right? Some trophies might be really easy to get. For one person and another person might have a really difficult time getting it and you know for somebody who has a difficult time getting these trophies like that is like really frustrating yeah and when you do it and you don't earn it yeah Yeah. and that's and like i talked about i talked about assassin's creed odyssey not respecting my time right well i feel like broken trophies also are is somebody not respecting my time uh and so you know, I and and with with its ability to kind of with a trophyless ability to also make or break a video game for people, I think that these things should I think you should absolutely make sure that it works. But and then once you find out that it doesn't work for everybody, then you should immediately get started on fixing it. But yeah. you know, that's that's how I feel. And like look, again, I, I I concede that making video games is very, very complicated. And I get that. But I think that if something is worth doing, it is absolutely worth doing correctly. Yeah. So. Uh, do you have anything else that you want to say about achievements, trophies, any of that crap? Uh, yeah. So if you're playing a video game, trying to get trophies, if you are not having a good time, you should probably stop and find another game to play so that you can have a good time. Especially when you're an adult who I'm every adult that I know their time comes at a premium. So if a game is not respecting your time, then stop playing it. I can agree with that. Yeah. Uh, there are three things that I want to shout out before we end the show. And one of them disagrees with that. It's our friend Corey, uh, Oni Walker. Yeah. Who I know that there are people that have more platinums than this guy. Right? I don't personally know any of them. <laughs> yeah. And every now and then, I don't look at anyone's profile on PSN hardly ever. Yeah. You know? Uh, but every now and then, I'll look at Corey's. It's like, let's see what Corey's been up to. Stacking these Platinums, this crazy motherfucker. You know? Yeah. And I see him on Twitter, complaining about this trophy, <laughs> complaining about that trophy, writing a trophy guide. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just all very impressive. Uh, the other thing I want to shout out is... He's got over 400 of them, by the way. Yeah. Which is insane to me. <laughs> I think I want to shout out is tomorrow is the release of Cyber Shadow, which looks fucking awesome. Uh, it looks like what the messenger is touted to be. I like the messenger. Yeah. But everyone's like, it's Ninja Gaiden. I'm like, other than the fact that it's a side-scrolling ninja game, it's not Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. You know? Uh, Cyber Shadow looks much more like Ninja Gaiden. And I'm very excited for that. And... Two, I just learned that Mike Drucker uh-huh. is tomorrow releasing through Boss Fight Books his book on Silent Hill 2. Nice. And I'm very excited for that. Uh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Those, are some, those are some good shout outs, Tom. Yeah. Uh, uh, but that's it. You know, 
we like we like trophies. We're just not crazy. Yeah. We're not crazy like Corey. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, look, we're a couple of guys in our mid to late 30s. And how much time we have on this planet, we don't know. So we want to spend it getting quality trophies. That's it. Sure. You know? Uh, you know, we'll be back next week. You can catch us on all the podcast services. Yep. And, uh, you know, Shanae will probably be back. Yeah. I mean, we don't know her current I status. I mean... She might. We have to. We we're gonna have to check on her and see if she's still alive. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but let us know. Let us know if there's a trophy or a game that you're particularly proud of, and we will see you guys next week. Uh, bye bye. Bye bye.